Welcome to the beautiful city of Campbell River in our Modern Entrepreneur podcast series at the 50th Parallel. That's me. You've got questions, we've got experts. Let's find answers. Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Modern Entrepreneur podcast. Today, we are here with Christine from Stonehouse Teas and Darren from Beachfire Brewing. We are going to be touching base on their amazing businesses and collaborations that have been going on for quite some time. But first, let's uh, introduce you. So, Christine, you've been on our podcast before, and we've worked with you a couple of times doing some speaker series and different things. So you're an old hat at this, but we'll <laughs> we'll give you a little bit of a shout out. So tell us a bit about Stonehouse Teas. Awesome. Thanks, Leah. And uh, thanks for having me back again. So I've been part of Stonehouse Teas for the last six and a half years, but we've actually been here in Campbell River over 25 years in uh, business. So specializing in loose leaf tea, 120 different varieties, but also uh, cafe and place to eat yummy treats even some gluten-free for you, Leah. And yes. um, yeah, lots of things like that. I'm proud to be part of this beautiful community of Campbell River and happy to be here today along with my neighbor from Beachfire. Yes. So for those of you who don't know, I am celiac. So that's why I get excited when there's anything mentioned about gluten-free food. And the uh, ginger cookies at Stonehouse are amazing. Darren, something I cannot partake in, yes, I'm but sorry. Um, you do have some gluten-free beverage options, but let's hear about Beachfire. Yes, well, we don't have gluten-free beer, but sorry, but we do have some other options for you. <laughs> Lots of so, other options. Yeah, uh, we opened up in November 2016, so about the same time Christine was at Stonehouse, and we've been sort of working together ever since, and uh, we've just uh, wanted to open up a brewery in Campbell River, make a community gathering space that didn't really exist, and just yeah, come along well. So we're enjoying the ride. <laughs> nice. And you are still the only brewery yes. here in Campbell River. Somehow we've had lots of people to come talk to us with the idea of opening up a brewery and this hasn't quite come to fruition. I really hope someone does because it'd be fun to have another brewing friend in town rather than having you go all the way down to Comox Valley. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so hopefully somebody joins us along for us. Ah, so you are open to a little competition in the brewing industry here in Campbell River. Well, definitely with uh, craft breweries and with a lot of small businesses, it's not really competition. It's collaborating, working together, and they would say the high tide floats all boats. So any way we can help each other out, it creates a habit of people going out to enjoy good food and good drinks in public rather than just staying at home or going to the big box places. That is a perfect message to get out there to the business community, especially in a small community. When you bring more businesses together in an area, it actually props them up and allows more people more options. And I mean, who doesn't like a good brewery tour? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about collaboration. How did it come about that uh, Stonehouse Teas and Beachfire Brewing decided to create a product together. And tell us a little bit about that. So every Tuesday we do a small batch beer. It's only it's one keg and it's when you put it on tap at noon on Tuesday, when it runs out, it runs out. So it's usually uh, based on a beer we already have that we add some fun ingredients to to create something unique. And it's got quite the following. We have people coming every Tuesday to try it out and worried about missing out. and. One day I was trying to think of another idea and I looked across the road at the tea house and I'm like, hey, I bet you tea would be good in beer. So we started talking and turns out, yep, yeah, it's a great idea. And the great thing for me is Christine does all the work putting the flavors together and I just add it to the beer. So it's easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I think for me, what's really exciting is my background of being a chef. I love combining flavors and mixing flavors. So I don't know anything about the beer world and the making of the beer, but I do know what kind of tastes good and flavors that are good. So um, yeah, I love Darren basically pops over to the tea shop. We look at all the different teas. I usually try to give him no more than four to six <laughs> options because he loves most of them. But um, yeah, we pick out some different ones and the list, wow, the list is huge of how many different ones we've yeah, done. I think we're near um, 30 now. Yeah, and we always look at kind of the season as well. Like we come up with some that are really great in the summer. And Darren's been using quite a few of my seasonal teas that I'll bring in just one time of the year as well. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's been really cool to be able to create that and create that buzz around it. And people get excited to, to hear about tea beer. Yeah. So have you found this collaboration to be beneficial for both your businesses? Yes, for sure. I think when you partner up with another business, you kind of get the excitement from the other businesses, customers that may be primarily theirs, and then yours get excited too. And any that are a fan of both of you, it's like exponential. They're like, oh my God, two of my favorite places are doing something fun together. <laughs> and so they make a point of yelling to the rooftops like hey come on out let's go for a beer you know and and then they go across the road and get the tea and so it's great and sort of compounding effect yeah what i love is literally you you show up at the brewery on tea beer day and there's my customers and darren's customers and i was like hey your customers are my customers and and then all of a sudden oh there's a friend and and it's yeah it's a really cool environment to kind of bring people together and i think at the end of the day customers are looking for new and creative and exciting things and i think that's offered at beachfire as well as at stonehouse Yeah. So when you guys were working through the collaboration and that sort of stuff, are there any lessons that you've learned that you can share with other businesses about collaborating? Maybe how to how to approach someone for a collaboration or if there's, you know, a difference of opinion in the collaboration. How do you guys work through that sort of stuff? Well, I think the one thing that I look at when I'm looking at collaborating is I look for like-minded businesses, businesses that are similar to me, similar in size as far as, you know, things that they offer, and then really just approach them with an idea and see where it goes from there. I think what's really important about collaborations, though, is that both people have a vested interest. Both people are excited about it because if it's one person driving it all the time, then it doesn't always work. And and I think what's great about working with Beachfire and with Darren is that we both always have the ideas. It's literally just figuring out like, hey, let's to do one and we're so close that he just pops over and picks out a tea throws on the beer and does his magic and away we go so but yeah i think it's really important that people are on the same page and i think it's looking outside the box as well and not always looking at i have to collaborate with someone who does the same thing as me but looking at you know what are options of collaborating with businesses that are maybe a little bit different than you and definitely when you look at tea and beer Yes, they're both beverages, but they are, in my mind, completely different. So the fact that you guys thought of that and came together to create this fantastic product is really commendable and thinking outside of the box. Um, Do you have anything to add to what Christine said? I think you just be open-minded to possibilities. A lot of collaborations that have come up that you didn't really expect. Um, we do get some organizations, business protests wanting to do a thing where they will like make a beer for them and donate money. But I'm like, well, but what are you going to do for like, mm-hmm. it tends to be one sided. I think both parties need to come in with like, equal ideas and equal opportunity to benefit both. So yeah. we've got some other great uh, beer collaboration partnerships. We do that. Yeah, we benefit each other. So it's just come into it with an idea that how you can help them and then mm-hmm. they'll figure out ways you can help. They can help you. So. Yeah. So if when you have had people approach you and it has been more of one sided, how do you handle that? How do you let them know, hey, this isn't 
for me. Well, sometimes when it feels like they're just asking for something with nothing to return, we just kind of point out like, hey, if you have got any ideas of how it can actually become a collaboration rather than us just doing something for you. Like, and we give them some examples of other ones we've done so they can hopefully trigger some ideas. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they come back with like, oh, okay, we'll see how we can work it and this will be great. Other times it's just silent because I think they realize like, oh, I guess they don't want to just give out free beer and free money. <laughs> <laughs> and definitely small businesses, you know, there's only so much free money, free beer, exactly. free tea that you can give out. Yeah. So, you know, it's definitely having that balance and keeping that in mind when you are evaluating the requests that come in and the collaborations that could be there. So let's talk a little bit more about some of your other collaborations, because I know both of you do collaborate with other organizations within the community. Let's hear some other examples of outside of the box thinking and beneficial collaborations. Christine, let's start with you. Well, and I think for me, I love collaborating and collaborating outside of just the food and beverage world, because for me, it's it's really looking at tea with a different eye. And so many people, when they think, you know, they'll say, I don't like tea or I don't drink tea. But if you think, well, do you drink beer? Well, what do you mean? What does that have to do with tea? Or do you use soap? Or, you know, so all of these different things, what they do is they tap into a different mindset. And instead of being closed off to I don't drink tea, all of a sudden you go, oh, I had no idea that this is really what it was. So we've been working with Ravensong Soap for at least six years now. And again, a very unique product where they steep our tea and they put it right inside the soap. Hmm. So what it is, is it's a standalone unique product that that isn't out there. There's a few businesses as well that I've been starting to work with around tea cocktails and things like that. So um, yeah, one of the businesses here in town, we're kind of dabbling on on some of those tea cocktails. And just to go back to your previous question, I actually had a, a collaboration once in a business that I approached and said, hey, I have an idea. And the immediate response was, okay, if you do this and you do this and you do this, then I might. And right there I went, okay, wait, this might not work because this isn't about a me thing. This is an us thing. And I think that's really, you can get a really good read from other business owners that want to get on board and be part of what you're building, as opposed to, well, you build it and then I'll decide if I want to be part of that. And and I think, you know, when you look at collaborations, look at who would like to help build. And what we're doing is we're not just building business or building revenue. We're actually building experiences and we're building opportunities for our customers. And I like to look at that versus just, well, the bottom line, um, because this is way bigger than that. Nice. You're building community. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. Nice. So speaking of building community and collaborations and trying to get another brewery here, mm-hmm. I hear that you have an interesting partnership with North Island College. Yes, we do. So the North Island College has had a brewing and packaging program for a few years, and we've been sort of helping out with that right from the start. So Adam, their instructor and head brewer, approached us and uh, they don't have a brewing space, so they are sort of nomadic brewers. They jump around all the different breweries on the North Mid-Island here. And with them having so close, we do get together quite often. We've got a beer on, just went on tap a couple weeks ago that the students came in. Me and the head instructor kind of went back and forth on the recipe. And the students all came in, took a part. Everybody had to shovel another grain out of the mash tun and all that fun. So, yeah, it's great. Just gives them a place to learn and they get to jump around all the all the breweries, which we also work with them as well. So mm-hmm. it's just a yeah, the brewing community is great. Everybody loves hanging out and <laughs> chatting. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. Right on. Um, now I think we are headed into the rapid fire aspect of the podcast. Whoa. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Rapid Fire! So, Christine, you have participated in this before. We've asked you these questions. So, we are going to put Darren in the hot seat. So, Darren, there (laughs) are a few questions that we ask every podcast guest. And quick answers, whatever you think uh, pops into your mind. (laughs) Okay. Okay? So, what was your first job? Uh, I worked in a fishing marine resort up on North Broughton Island. And if you were not doing your current job, what would you be doing? My goodness. Uh, well, I was in forestry before this, which I got my degree in and my rich professional forester designation, and I left all that. So if I wasn't doing the brewery, I'd probably still be doing that. Okay. <laughs> and what is your connection to Campbell River? I was born and raised here. Took off for a long time to go see some of the other worlds and realize how great it is here because you don't really know until you leave. And came back and I yeah, know Definitely not going anywhere now. <laughs> yeah, it is fantastic here. Yes. I mean, where else can you sit and see the ocean and see the mountains and have, you know, amazing beer on a yeah, patio? Exactly. I saw a lot of other really beautiful places, but none of them felt like home. Mm-hmm. So great places to visit, but this is where I definitely wanted to be when I came back. Nice. And so finish this sentence. A modern entrepreneur is... Open-minded to innovation and new ideas and not set on doing things the way they've always been done because the world is definitely different than it was 10 years ago. Absolutely. And what is something no entrepreneur should be without? Oh, money. (laughs) 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 Takes a lot of that to start a business, but yeah, yeah, or... uh, you know, community support and people behind you is actually probably even more important because they can find the money for it if it really comes down to it. <laughs> <laughs> Wise words. And Christine, is there anything you would like to add to the what is something no entrepreneur should be without? Definitely sounding boards, friends, and really being part of the community. I think that makes made such a big difference. And, and I think, you know, Dan and I can speak on, on collaboration quite a bit, but I think the part that you want to remember is working with other people brings out such an opportunity to be creative and really feel like you are grounded and, and part of this, as opposed to businesses that are just trying to do their own thing. So um, I would just encourage other business owners to reach out to business owners like Darren or myself and just say, hey, like, What's happening? Can we grab a coffee? Can we grab a beer? Can we grab a tea? And and just chat and look at what are what are some of those opportunities? Because it's way easier to run a business with a community behind you than on your own. I think that's the perfect way to end this podcast. Thank you both so much for coming in. And I look forward to... Oh, one last thing. Do we have any tea beers mm-hmm. that are coming up? Oh. We just might. We we have an exciting one coming, actually. Maybe I'll share. I'll share a little bit about it, and then Darren can give you a a tidbit of when it's going to arrive. But we actually just created a brand new signature blend tea. So as you know, Leo, we create signature blends for different businesses. And we just launched our newest signature blend, and it's in partnership with Eagle Eye Adventures. So it is a green-black blend with lots of wild flavors and fruits and flowers. And I like to describe it as an adventure for your palate. And this tea literally just came out a couple days ago and right away my first email was to Darren to say hey would you like to make another tea beer so um it's in Darren's hands now yeah and my answer was like of course (laughs) because I like that Christine does a lot of these signature blends with other businesses and organizations and those are just like no-brainers to me get on board too now we have like a three-way collaboration going and say that compounding effect and it's just 
yeah, it's great to see because all of the, the people that she made the tea for are on board and then her customers are on board. Now mine are and we get all this excitement. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I just need to, we're going to get that on hopefully in a few weeks from now. Yeah. So stay tuned for the Eagle Eye Adventure Blonde Ale, perhaps, Yeah, I think, the, I think we're going to put it in the Blonde Ale. I think yeah. the flavors would pair nicely with that one. Yeah. So awesome. how many how many pints come out of one of your releases? So it's a single 50-liter keg that we do, so it ends up being about 100 pints. So, so on, there's only 100 pints on, coming out of this. I'll be this. there at noon that day. <laughs> do you open at noon, Derek? Yes, we open at noon on Tuesday. Perfect. And sometimes on the busy, hot, sunny days, it runs out before 5 o'clock when people are getting off work, which is crazy some days. I'm like, how? Oh my goodness. Like, where are all you people coming from? that you're not yeah. at work right now, but I don't mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just jealous that I, I learned that my working. lesson. We launched a tea yeah. beer one day and I showed up after work to find out it was sold out. Oh my goodness. And then Darren got a nasty email from me. Yeah. <laughs> and we made more of it. We just, we just did a double batch a few weeks later. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you definitely want to get in and, and get a taste of it for sure. And even if you're not a beer drinker, go in and just have a little sample and, and yeah. see what it's like. It's, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. And then if you're there and not having beer, you can have a cup of Stonehouse teas because we have that on our oh, menu. So there you go. True. <laughs> Okay, well, this was super fun. Thank you, guys. And I look forward to chatting with you and coming and living vicariously through other people who can try your tea beer. Yeah, we love the customer excitement, so please come yes. in. Yeah. Will do. Okay. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Leah. Thanks for joining us on the Modern Entrepreneur podcast series. For more information and to hear more, visit campbellriver.ca.